everybody we are back this is duke white coming soon jesus news media one and i have the amazing privilege of introducing to you uh bishop mark dorsey what is going on man Amen. of god Good all to right see you. now here's the thing a lot of people would say well where's his stuff on the kiosk where's his stuff where's his book first of all i'm putting it out there the book is coming it's soon coming. it's coming soon he's coming soon it's all right coming. so um the reason why I wanted to uh, have him on is because for almost, we've been doing Coming Soon Jesus for 15 years. And one of the dreams and goals that we wanted to do was be in the mainstream marketplace. However, every time an opportunity would come up, fear would stop me or something would stop me, some type of distraction, some type of issue would come up and distract me. Something would just cause me to be like, now's not the time, we can't do it. And one in, in one message from Bishop Mark Dorsey, I realized that I had ran out of excuses, that fear was not a good excuse, and that I had to take it to the next level. And the reason why is because he started talking about believers taking territory. Uh, and I had heard it ministered in very spiritual formats before that were very comfortable to motivate you and then you walk out and do absolutely nothing. I felt that, but the way you would break down taking territory is that God really called us to be the leaders, not just in the church, but in society. Amen. And so, Absolutely. first of all, I want to say thank you for that motivation, oh, man. man God. You're welcome. Uh, and next you're thing welcome, you know, man. he's going to have to teach me how to dress like that. No, he's trying. Don't, don't he's, stop. He gets stop. around me and just like tries to influence me. But uh, so let's start with where does Bishop Mark Dorsey come from? What is your journey? How did you become wow. Bishop Mark J Dorsey? How did I become Bishop Mark Dorsey in a nutshell? Uh, you got five minutes. No, you know, <laughs> my, uh, my, mm, I'm, I'm a military brat. My dad was part of the military. Uh, career soldier, uh, was born in Europe, traveled, mom and dad both from Baltimore. My dad's last duty station was Washington, D.C., uh, so we came back to, to the Baltimore, Maryland area. Uh, my, my grandparents, my grandmothers were, were, were both Christian. They, they were right. both born again. So um, I got an interesting dynamic of Pentecost and <laughs> Catholicism. Right, because one right. was Catholic yeah, and yeah. one was, right? Um, and just growing up, uh, Pastor, when I when I was little, I remember just I remember asking the question: There's got to be more to God than this, right? More than more than just what I was experiencing through the prayer and the songs. And I'm not saying no, that, that God wasn't moving, but I was like, God, you're you're vast, right? Um, and you know, then through <laughs> through my formative years, through you know. Uh, high school and college and all that. I was probably, well, even elementary school, I did my best um, to, to, to kind of get God to reject me. Right, right. You know? Right. Yeah, for, if I do this, he won't love me anymore. Right. I yeah. just, you know, I was just kind of out there because I, I always had a calculating mind. I yeah. always had an had a, a analytical mindset. Um, but, uh, you know, expressive at the same time, artistic. I was kind of a... Did you know that, that there was a calling on your life at a young age? Or yeah, you yeah. know, at a very young age, I, God dealt with me in dreams. And, and I remember uh, probably being around nine or so, coming to my, my mom and, and talking about all the people that I heard uh, crying. You know, the voices that I heard crying for help, the people that I saw. And I kept having this, this wow. dream of people being in total darkness and they, and they were groping. I could see their hands trying to reach out and they were crying and they were moaning and I was telling my mother about it. 
And I was like, you know, so what do we do with all the hungry people? And what do we do with all the naked people? Wow. What do we do with the people that, that are crying for help? And I mean, she did her best to answer me, but even, as I got older and accepted my call, um, she began to, to, to talk to me more about how she couldn't find an answer, but yeah. she knew that God had, had his hand on yeah, it. Yeah, because most parents are like preparing their kids for the birds and the bees. You're yeah. talking about how do we bring Christ to the world? Like what? Yeah, That's you know, pretty amazing. You know, That's actually and, a pretty um, amazing thing. Yeah, so you know, there there was there was an expectation that you know, um, I guess to go into corporate America to do something as a lawyer or something, you know, along those lines. Um, I enjoyed sports, but there was this call, there was this pull, right, um, that always brought me back to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And and then you know one day I just I couldn't resist it. Right. Yeah. And um, I remember I was I was still. Uh, relatively young, living in my parents' house. I was sitting in the den. I was talking to the Lord. And I was like, Lord, you know, if this thing is real and you really want me to do this, I'm going to need a sign. Okay. So and then, wait a minute. And it, so, literally, like 60 seconds later, the phone rings. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I pick up the phone, and it's a friend of mine from North Carolina, right? Because we were on summer break. And they say to me, dude, I'm tired of losing sleep. God told me to call you and tell you that it's real. <laughs> this is a true story. This is I believe a true story. It. I believe and, it. and they hung up the phone, and that yeah. was it. Well, that was all it took. <laughs> no, that's, seriously, that's that's the world we live in. So my, my question to you now is this: um, I've I've heard you speak many times, and you really do have a heart to bring correction uh, in like an evolution to the church in America today. Um, is there somewhere where you're seeing like a breakdown in the modern church and uh, society or what, where, where is that coming from? Cause like you, every, I remember seeing a panel of like preachers and uh, they were all ministering and then you were, you came and you were like, Hey, we've got to bring it higher than this. And usually when there's a panel of ministers, you don't, people don't try to bring correction, but you let God actually <laughs> bring correction to a panel of pastors that was, there and I was like, oh, oh, that, that's scary. But you, you weren't afraid to let God use you because, I mean, a lot of people heard things that weren't right and stuff like that, but they didn't say anything. You called it out, uh, which was very powerful. And I was just like, man, guys, he's, he's out there like me. I like that. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. so, and it also seems like you have a real heart to like, you know, really reestablish men in the church as well. So can you talk about that a little bit? Where did that come from? Yeah, so you know, I think one of the, the fundamental things that moves me in my in my my service of the Lord is the fact that that it's got to be relationship based, right? A covenant is a relationship, but but it's not casual. There's there's a vow right. attached to this thing, right? And and Jesus made a vow that was so profound that he died for it, right? Right? And then and then he sealed it or he gave it life or then he empowered it, right? So the first thing he did was paid the price. The price he paid was his life. Right. So he purchased it, right? But but then he redeemed it or he empowered it by getting up. <laughs> yeah. Right? So he so so he resurrects, right? And then and then he bestows that on us. Right? And I I just believe that we spend so much time uh, you know, trying to go through I, the traditions, and I don't want to 
this is, this is such a harsh word, the antics of church. Right. That we don't understand relationship. Uh -huh. we're, we're, we're missing uh -huh. relationship, uh -huh. right? No, do, do your thing, man. So, you know, you come home, it's just like, it's just like being married but not renewing the romance. Right. Right? After 30 years, you come home and you're starting to do the same things like a robot. It's all, it's all on automatic pilot. So you think but this is no where revelation. people frustrated yeah, because they've been in the church for so long? It's like, absolutely. what do we do now? And, and here's the piece. I, 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 think, I, think, I think there's so many of us that are missing it. So many of us think that, that there's got to be more. So many of us think that, you know, there's an intimacy missing, that we think we're going to find it if we call ourselves something else. So we run out and we call ourselves prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, apostle, right? We go out and we try to start church, even though it's not our season to start church, because we're looking for something that Jesus provided yeah, once he got it, up man. from the grave, right? right now listen, My empowerment yeah. came because he got up, not because I'm a bishop, right. not because I'm an apostle, but because I'm born again, right? Right. The word was given to me because I was born again. So watch this. We were, I was talking to the Lord not long ago, and he was like, you know what, Mark, it's not even about the garden. The garden is where you live. But the earth is where you're supposed to reign. Right. I'm going to sit back. You, right? you go the ahead. The garden is my house. The garden is where Adam lived. Right? Eden was his front yard. But every day he was supposed to, to get up and run the world. The assignment of the church is to run the world. Ooh. The earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof. So you're saying that if you are a pastor and you're aiming at building a church, you're missing you're it. You're missing it. The church is the building, right? That's the structure. The right. real church breathes, it lives, it moves, which means it has to grow. It has to expand. If it's alive, then it has to reproduce. If it's alive, it has to function. Right. Right? Un unless it's paralytic, unless it's disabled, right? <laughs> right. So it's a disabled church. Woof. I'm just so, saying because like, you know, because because there is a real reason why people are being affected, and so we so what what is the solution to this? Like, do we? I mean, how, how do we become like business on? Do we are we? Because I know that that's what you really did for me. Because I was prepared to say, hey, my my vision is only allowed to go this far, and then you were like, no, it's supposed to be here, 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 and I didn't even like see it like that mm -hmm. because I. I didn't, I've never heard it like that. I didn't understand it like that. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing I know, walking on that faith level, it happened. And now we're here in one of the, the number one malls in, the, the, in Virginia, actually. You know right. what I mean? And so uh, when, are, are, is, it that we're, is it that we're afraid to step beyond the church into the business world? Or, what, or yeah. are we not informed? No, I think, I think it's a combination of things. I think it is fear, but I think it's also... Uh, uh, ignorance. I, I don't think we have enough revelatory teaching. We got a lot of preaching. We got a lot of praise. Right. Praise is good to empower you, but if you don't have any discipleship, if you don't have any real mechanism to teach you on how to, and that's what revelation is. Right. That, that's what that's what biblical teaching is. Discipleship is supposed to grow you up. Right. Right. So I, I think it starts with us taking off the blinders, just in in our ability to worship and study the Word of God. Right. And in that, you're going to find a capacity to put fear down. Wow. Right. The, so so they came. The people of Israel came out of Egypt, but couldn't go into the promise because they were afraid. Right. Because of what was in their heart. Right. Mm -hmm. So so the, the church experience is supposed to revitalize your heart. It's supposed to renew your passion for the Lord. While your heart's being renewed, your mind's being transformed. Right. 
and the practices that you learn on Sunday, you're supposed to carry out Monday through Saturday. Right. So when I go back out of the doors on Sunday, the, the conforming changes. I'm not conforming to the word, right. to the world rather, I'm conforming to, to what the, I learned on the, Sunday. Yeah, right. But if you're not learning on anything on Sunday, then what are you conforming you to? You have no transformation. Right, you, you. you have yeah, no, trans that's, that's, right? There's no transformative oh, wow, power. Good. I can't transform because I didn't get anything on Sunday morning. Right. right. I got it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. The whole thing is just, right. and I think that's one of the issues right. that we've become so focused on the celebration yeah. that we're and, not focused on. And you, know, and you and I talk about this all the time. I have nothing against the praise experience. I'm excited about the fact that I'm that I'm I'm saved, that I'm born again, that I'm blessed. Right. I will dance and shout with the best of them. But at some point in time, when we fellowship on Sunday, gotta get in I got to hear something that's going to change my existence. I got to hear something that's going to impact me so that I can go out into the world and not only change myself, but change the world. Right. 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 That's, and, and, and I think we missed that. All right. Well, Bishop Mark Dorsey is going to be uh, the feature <laughs> pastor. He is only out of, it's really out of respect and honor. Uh, he's my bishop. And uh, he, when we do our Meet the Pastor segment, he is actually going to be bringing you a word right here from God. Amen. We're going to have it set up. He's going to be bringing you a word from God. And we're just going to let him rip. But I wanted to give you guys the basic <laughs> introduction. <laughs> Listen, 